to I Love This Thing So Freaking Much, a podcast about passion. My name is Sophie Katz, and today I am joined by Barry, who began reliving his childhood in 2006. Welcome to the show, Barry. Thank you, thank you. So here's how this works. Barry will have three minutes to talk about something that he loves. This can be a person, place, thing, concept, activity, anything he wants. Our only requirement is that he loves it wholeheartedly and wants to tell us why. Are you ready, Barry? Yes, ma'am. All right. Got my timer here. Now, what do you love so freaking much? I love going to professional wrestling conventions. The origin began in the late 70s, early 80s, when I started watching pro wrestling on TV. And I got hooked into what is called the male soap opera. 25 years later, in 2006, I got to go to my first wrestling convention where I got to meet a lot of the people I saw on TV. I got to meet the Bob Backlunds, the Jimmy Snookers, the Don Maracos, the people that I saw beating the heck out of each other on TV. I got to actually interact with them and realize that they might be playing the characters on TV. They may be doing something that we all that forces us to want to hate them. But you also realize that they're very good people, that the opportunity that the conventions provide to ask the questions and the answers to all the people that you're actually meeting at the conventions, you get to get your picture taken with them. You get to get them to sign the program that you got at the very first card that you went to, March of 1982 at the Baltimore Arena where Backlund beat then just see the body Ventura. You got to see wrestling matches. You got to see the history of the sport that you loved. You got to be a part of something that you really saw growing up and you got to get into the weeds of it all. You got to experience it really up close, not just sitting up in the bleachers of an arena or a high school gymnasium. You got to interact you got to see the wrestlers interact with each other. I mean, it was it's a family reunion in a lot of cases for the wrestlers. By going to the conventions year after year after year, you also get to see a lot of the same regular fans that have that same passion that you have for pro wrestling. That also helps add to it. The people that you actually met five, six years ago that you actually still talk to through your social media, the ones that you actually can call friends that you that you are exchanging Christmas cards with, that you're sharing your photos with, that you realize that you're not alone in in your geekdom. Go ahead and finish your thought. It's just something that I really, I really love. And I know that I'm not alone, which which makes it very enjoyable. That's great. Thank you for telling us about pro wrestling conventions today. You're very welcome. Tell me about your first time going to a pro wrestling convention. Are there any memories that stand out? It was in 2006. I went to a convention in Rockville, Maryland. I got to finally meet Booker T and Stevie Ray, who wrestled as Harlem Heat. I got to meet Bob Backlund for the first time. I got to meet Kurt Angle for the first time. I got to meet a lot of the big names that I never thought I'd get to meet. And then I, I'm down at the bar and I see 
King Kong Bundy, who headlined WrestleMania 2. I walk up to him and go, you know, Mr. Bundy, can we get a picture? And he says, and, he, and he, apparently he didn't hear me call him Mr. Bundy. He says, it's Bundy to you. He yells at me across the room. H- half the bar turns around, looks at me. And I'm thinking, I'm going to have to let my brother know where my will is because I'm about to die. <laughs> and, and it turns out that he walks up to me and says, hi, my name is Chris. He extends his hand in the most soft-spoken manner that you could ever want to imagine. He couldn't have been any more down to earth. And that's when a lot of the looking behind the curtain actually happened, where you got to really see who they were as a person and not just the character that they're playing on TV. We all all know that there's the wink-wink of the professional wrestling that you see on TV. That's no secret. It's just the idea that you get to actually talk to them and and interact with them as a person. You, I saw a Q&A with Bobby the Brain Heenan, one of the biggest wrestling managers going, and he was asked about, is pro wrestling fake? And the room went silent. Mm. And he said, it's about the show. It's about the performance. It's about making the people believe. Pro wrestling is a suspension of disbelief. And it's no different than any other television show that you're going to end up seeing. And you escape for a couple hours. That's what it's about. It's about just letting go for a little bit. And you can have that. Anytime you can have that escape, it's always a good thing. Yeah, the word fake in, in the question like that has very negative connotations to it. But it sounds like a convention like this is an opportunity for the people who create this experience for their fans to get to show how much they enjoy creating that experience, too. Exactly. There's nothing fake about somebody that wrestles landing wrong mm. and and feeling it for a couple of days. There are legitimate injuries. Yes. Are the endings predetermined? Yeah, of course. But when somebody breaks an ankle because they fell off a they came off a rope wrong, very legitimate. When somebody actually gets cut, that that isn't that isn't the ketchup packs that everybody always talked about from <laughs> you know 40 years ago. It's a, it's a legitimate blood that that people are actually, you know, they're actually spilling. You never quite realize what the what they actually have to go to. I mean, and the and the performers are going from city to city. They have to leave the arena at eleven o'clock at night, either go to the hotel in the city they're at, or drive to the next city for their next show. It's then they have to also make sure they get into the gym sometime between the time they get to the next city and they make the next arena. You appreciate it a lot more. You appreciate what they go through and, and the conventions enable the opportunity to, they can show the appreciation for the fan base and the fans can show the appreciation for what the wrestlers put themselves through. And I still enjoy it. And and it, and it lets me go back, you know, 35, 40 years in time to, to when I was actually a kid watching it for the first time. I really liked how you referred to these conventions as a kind of family reunion, not not only for the performers, but also for the fans. Could you talk a little more about the community aspect of these conventions? There's plenty of people that you see at a lot of the conventions where you have the chance to really just talk about the same interest, about the talents that you like or whether 
we're going to swap out magazines or photos or trading cards that we may have had that, you know, that I may have three different copies of the same magazine. And in some cases, it's, it's actually very true. Mm-hmm. But, and, I, and if I have one with Bob Backlund on the cover, and I know a friend of mine doesn't have anything on Backlund, and, and a lot of the old magazines are a lot harder to come by nowadays, especially with eBay and social and, and all the online sites making it more for profit, and a lot of the conventions becoming bigger, you get to help out your friends. And you get to sit down and talk to you your friends at the restaurants or at the banquets that the conventions hold, you get to see everybody on whatever social media platform you use. There's the virtual signings now because of the because of the pandemic that limits the conventions that actually happen. Everybody gets together, even in the in the virtual rooms with with a talent where you can actually talk there. You can catch up where you talk to the even the fan base about the birth of their kid, birth of their son. One of one of the people that I've known for about three or four years, his he and his wife just had a baby boy, and we didn't even talk about the actual signing. We were talking about his son Nathaniel. That's wonderful. That was more exciting than talking about the upcoming convention because Nate got to to show off pictures of him and his and his beautiful baby boy. Another friend of mine just added a local independent wrestling company up by his house where he actually he's actually refereeing for the promotion and one of the one of the bigger promoters that i support actually asked him to be the referee for one of the wrestling cards that he actually has at one of his conventions coming up in july he was ecstatic about it you get to see the the joy in the people that you meet whether it's them being able to referee a match for for nick aldis or you get to see the birth of their child where you where you know that somebody just got a promotion at work, you actually are just as excited about their life successes as you are meeting that one wrestling talent that is making their first wrestling convention appearance in 10 years. It's something that you don't always get to experience, but you you tend to share the joy with it. It's because there's that camaraderie that it develops beyond the fact that you both like the rock and roll express of the road warriors. It, it, it delves deeper into that. It's something that it's, it becomes even more real when you can share the ups and the downs with the people that it, it lets the wrestling shine. It lets the people shine. It, it introduces everyone to new talents. It, it gives something that is so much, it just doesn't end there. And that's, it isn't just the three events you go to every year. It's, it's the day-to-day interaction that you have with the people that you meet. It's something so much more. And it's, it's, it's a camaraderie. And the one thing that I've realized, the need for more positivity in the world, and that's what you get when you actually meet a lot of the people that are when you meet within the conventions, whether it's a wrestling talent you've always wanted to meet for the past 30 years or or the new guy that you realize, hey, he, he and I share the same passion for a certain performer. It just it works on so many different levels for me. Barry, thank you so much for telling us about something you love today. Thank you for having me. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. If you would like to learn more about pro wrestling conventions, you can find a link to Barry's current favorite convention in the episode description. And don't forget to use the hashtag LoveThisThingCast to tell us about the things you love. 
Love This Thing So Freaking Much is a production of Through the Window Media. This episode was directed and edited by Sophie A. Katz. You can find us at Through the Window on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr. That is T-H-R-O-U, The Window, at all those social media sites. Be good to yourself, be kind to each other, and you'll hear from us again soon.